Welcome to Sparrow Speaks, the podcast with the latest health news and information from Sparrow, MidMichigan's premier community health care leader. I'm your host, Deborah Howe, and today we'll be learning about peripheral artery disease. Our guest is Dr. Joel Cohn, an interventional cardiologist here at the Sparrow Thoracic Cardiovascular Institute, or TCI. Welcome, Dr. Cohn. Thank you for having me. Lovely to have you on today. Let's jump in feet first. What is peripheral artery disease? Peripheral arterial disease is narrowing of blood vessels outside of the heart. As a cardiologist, we commonly deal with heart issues, but many cardiologists have expanded their work into vascular disease outside of the heart, vessels that feed the brain, the mesenteric vessels that feed the gut, the renal arteries, and then the lower extremities and upper extremities. Got it. And how would a person know and how is it diagnosed if they have PAD? In the lower extremities, the symptoms include discomfort when people walk in its earliest stages, aching in the calves or thighs that limit distance walking or is more manifest when they climb upstairs or an incline. As the disease progresses in the legs, it can result in pain at rest and ulceration and actually gangrene where there's disruption of the skin and damage and ultimately limb loss. In other territories, up in the brain, it unfortunately can produce stroke. And in the arteries to the kidney and to the mesenteric circulation, it can play havoc with blood pressure. It can interfere with renal function. And it also, unfortunately, can interfere with bowel function and the ability to eat appropriately. Wow, everything's connected. Tell me a little bit more about those leg conditions. How would you feel if you had maybe the very beginning symptoms of PAD in your legs? Yeah, individuals with arterial disease in the lower extremities usually will have symptoms of aching or discomfort primarily in the calves, thighs, or buttocks that occurs with ambulation, and it resolves with rest. It can manifest itself as a difficulty in walking distances, or in particular, if one has to walk up a hill or an incline, it can make it difficult to get there without having to stop repetitively to allow the discomfort to resolve. Not much fun at all. So let's touch on some ways that PAD can be treated. So in its initial treatment, when it's mild, sometimes we'll use medication therapy for people, and all of the patients should be on some form of medication therapy to reduce their risk of cardiac and stroke events, which is related to the same disease in the lower extremities. So we'll put people on medications like statin drugs and antiplatelet drugs like aspirin and or clopidogrel to reduce the risk of heart attack and stroke. We also will often try in the mildest forms an exercise program that we have available at Sparrow and or some drugs which are approved that may help ambulatory distance in some patients just with medications. Once we move beyond the realm of medications, where their symptoms are inhibiting their lifestyle and stopping their ability to do activities that they enjoy, we then move on to alternative strategies, which can include balloon angioplasty, denting to open the arteries up, or atherectomy to remove plaque. Finally, if endovascular therapy, if a balloon or a stent is not adequate, we also have surgical options to treat our patients, which are more invasive, but sometimes may end up being more durable compared to a balloon or a stent, especially if they've not had success with a balloon or a stent initially. So you're calling balloon and stent a non-surgical procedure? Well, it's interesting. I tend to use the word endovascular, where it's done in the hospital or in an outpatient suite. 
it's done without making incisions in the patient. It's done through small catheters that are inserted into the arteries and then traversed to the location of treatment. So it's a form of surgery, but we'll often call it an endovascular procedure or an endovascular surgery without major incisions or the need for general anesthesia. Interesting. Now, doctor, is there such a thing as multidisciplinary treatment of PAD? Yes. In many centers, including ours at Sparrow, it's a cooperative arrangement between our interventionalists who do endovascular procedures and our vascular surgeons who do open operations. And some of our patients will move from endovascular procedures to open surgery. And then some of our patients that have had open surgery need an endovascular option down the road to treat them. So we actually commonly share some of these patients to give them the best strategy for revascularization that we can provide. Let's uh, switch topics now. Critical limb ischemia, or CLI, has become a real global epidemic. Can you tell us more about this and its consequences? So CLI is the most advanced stage of lower extremity peripheral arterial disease. And unfortunately, the patients, as the disease becomes more advanced and longstanding, especially those individuals, unfortunately, that have continued to smoke or have strong genetic risk, can go on to have pain at rest, can go on to blister or ulcerate, can go on to develop outright gangrene of their extremities. And we're seeing more and more people, unfortunately, with this, I think, as our population is living longer and living into their 80s and 90s. So again, it was a problem that was perhaps a lower in frequency 10 or 20 years ago, and now with our aging of our population is becoming more prominent in the daily cases we see. Got it. Now, in a regular trip to your regular MD, your family doctor, what would be some signs to indicate to him that he might need to uh, have you checked out for PAD? So the first symptoms would be discomfort when an individual ambulates. They're not able to do their job at work. They're not able to walk at work or more importantly with some of our older patients, they're not able to walk for exercise or to keep up with family members. So the first description I often hear is that my family member can't walk outside, my family member can't walk to their grandson's baseball game, can't walk to an activity because their legs hurt too much in order to get to those activities. And they're often referred because it's inhibiting their lifestyle. Are these stabbing pains or are they more of a throbbing kind of pain? It's more of a throbbing pain or an ache, and it will accelerate. In other words, as people start ambulating, the pain initially starts out as fairly mild, but as they continue to try to walk, the discomfort will get worse and worse until the discomfort really forces them to stop and allow their circulation to readjust, and the discomfort will then fade away. And then when they try to walk again, it'll be repetitive in nature at the same distance usually again. And doctor, would you say that PAD has a cure or just can be managed with treatment? I would argue that PAD needs to be managed. We presently do not have a cure for it. But we also have to remember that patients need to be treated for the gamut of their illnesses so that when they develop PAD or PAD, they need risk factor modification, smoking cessation counseling and or medication. They need adjustment of their cholesterol levels with cholesterol-lowering medications, 
and antiplatelet drugs to reduce the risk of heart attack and death. Because what a lot of people don't understand is that when people develop peripheral arterial disease, their mortality risk over the next two to five years rises significantly. And the mortality is not from the peripheral arterial disease. The death usually is from heart attack and stroke, which is related to the arterial disease that develops in the legs. Got it. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Thoracic Cardiovascular Institute? So TCI, or Thoracic Cardiovascular Institute, is a group of cardiovascular professionals that have been together for over 40 years. We offer a full gamut of services, in particular, in all realms of cardiovascular care, including the treatment of peripheral arterial disease, endovascular therapy, and the like. And we're able to offer the full gamut of care. So sometimes if people go perhaps to another facility where they're treated as an outpatient, they may not have the availability in some of these outpatient labs that exists in a hospital setting. In other words, people who develop PAD can move on, unfortunately, in the spectrum to critical limb ischemia, may develop heart attack and stroke, and you may need a hospital with the strength that we have here at Sparrow Hospital to treat all of those manifestations of the disease. The idea that you can go somewhere to a smaller program or a smaller facility or even be treated in an outpatient environment is very nice. But unfortunately, when you're having your heart attack, which may ensue down the road, or if your critical limb ischemia advances to where you need an amputation, these things are not routinely done in smaller facilities. So at the end of the day, Many of us are going to need our strong community hospitals to help us with the wide spectrum of disease that we can expect in our lifetimes. Dr. Cohn, we so appreciate your time and everything you do. Thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you so much. To learn more about the Thoracic Cardiovascular Institute, visit sparrow.org slash TCI. And be sure to subscribe to Sparrow Speaks in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts for our additional healthcare topics. I'm your host, Deborah Howell. Thank you so much for listening, and have yourself a great day.